As Joe Biden continues to forcefully transform many of the U.S.'s immigration policies in the name of social justice, many experts and political figures across the aisle are beginning to wonder about the drastic effects his decision will have on our nation's economy, the safety of not only our citizens but also illegal aliens at the southern border, and finally, what we can do to fix the crisis at the southern border in the most efficient and humane way as possible. This is Ethan Carlson, it's March 10th, 2021, and this is a School Assignment. So first, when it comes to illegal immigration, one of the most important things to consider is the economy. Um, Left-wingers tend to say uh, that while illegal immigrants don't actually pay as much in taxes, obviously, they still contribute a great deal to the economy and fuel lots of jobs, so much so that they make about they make up about 5% of the American workforce, which is true. Uh, and Many of them cite recent polls and, and, and get backed up by the experts and say 96% of economists said that illegal immigrants had little to no negative impact on our economy. But um, the fact is that illegal immigrants don't pay as much in taxes, and that's the problem, even if they are contributing to the economy, because they're not contributing to the economy enough for the taxes to be worth it, if that makes sense. So according to Dr. Robert Rector of the Heritage Foundation, in 2010, the average unlawful immigrant household received around $24,721 in government benefits and services while paying some $10,334 in taxes. Uh, this, gen uh, this generated an average annual fiscal de deficit of around $14,387 per household. This cost had to be borne by U.S. taxpayers. Under the current law, all unlawful immigrant households together have an aggregate annual deficit of around $54.5 billion. Um, though some economists even say these deficits can actually reach up to $400 billion. Uh, there's a lot of sort of different people that say different things, but it's somewhere around there. Um, part of this is due to the fact that fill, a few Ill illegal aliens even pay income taxes. And when they do, the revenue is collected, but they can actually just, they, they can essentially just refund it back to themselves when they file tax returns because they're illegal immigrants. Illegal immigrants also cost us about $3 billion after using government services like welfare, public education, health care, and law enforcement. Um, but once again, did not pay the taxes to fully pay for the government services they were using up. Um, another thing they can do to the economy uh, is in some cases, illegal immigrants can hurt documented citizens, people like you and me, by taking jobs, making it even harder for the collective American population to pay back the debts that the illegal immigrants created, along with the debt that the country has already piled on top of us, pretty much. We, we've already accumulated so much debt, and the fact that illegal immigrants are creating a deficit in this country is just adding on to that. Another very important thing that revolves around the American sort of immigration system is the social impacts of it. Our social fabric, um, which is 
very delicate and can be sort of upended by illegal immigration. So leftists oftentimes talk about the fact that pretty much everyone coming across the border illegally isn't a bad person, which is obviously true. And they just want to start a new life and enjoy the freedoms we have. Um, many of them cite the popular statistic that illegal immigrants are less likely to commit a crime than a documented person, which is a little fishy. Um, and it's better for people who want to immigrate into the country to have an easier process rather than go through unnecessary precautions that are meant for terrorists and trackers, uh, trackers, traffickers trying to get across the border. Uh, leftists also tend to obsess over the fact that um, illegal immigration sort of solves our diversity problem. In my opinion, I don't think we have that much of a problem. I think we have more of a problem with diversity of opinion rather than diversity of race. But um, many, many of them say that we'll have a richer culture and that Americans will become more open-minded when it comes to illegal immigration. But many of their arguments can be seen as invalid. Um, and to demonstrate that, there's two analogies I want to give you. The first analogy is, is it racist to put a fence around your yard if you have a black neighbor, even if you know they're a great person? Is it, is it evil to put a lock on your door and have Hispanic kids living in your neighborhood at the same time? Well, obviously you're not putting a fence around your yard because your neighbor is a certain race. You're just putting a fence around your yard because you don't want your neighbor coming into your yard and just walking around or doing whatever, you know, most people crossing into your yard aren't going to be bad people. Um, most of the time, it's just the nice kid next door who wants his ball, but has to ask you to get it for him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but would you just rather not have a fence? <laughs> um, another analogy is few people coming across the border are bad, but would you rather have a hundred people come across the border, 99 of which are great people and one of which is a murderer? Or would you rather just document all 99, let them into the country and then prevent that one murderer from coming in? Why would we let the murderer come in if we can just document the 99 and then prevent bad people from coming into this country? There are huge problems with the drug and human trafficking along the southern border. Um, and according to Nick Oza from USA Today, during the 2016 fiscal year, border agents, uh, border patrol agents in San Diego confiscated nearly 83,000 kilograms of marijuana, cocaine, methamphetamine, and heroin from the three ports of entry in the area. So you listen to this, you read this, and you're like, okay, that's great. That's awesome that we did that. That seems like a series of successful operations until you realize that that was only three points of entry out of 330. And those are only legal points of entry. Many more drugs are just smuggled through areas without walls nor entry points. Um, another horrible problem related to human trafficking and drug smuggling is also terrorism. Terrorism is also on the rise and would just it would be much easier for a terrorist with a bomb to say drive through the desert onto us so, uh, onto us soil rather than just go through a series of security checkpoints so finally we have reached 
one of the most important parts of this podcast, and that is the solution. The conservative approach to the solution of illegal immigration is much more valid, and it's based off of reasoned arguments rather than, say, victimhood mentality and brainless attempts to call Republicans racist for wanting a wall. And yes, that is my um, solution for this. That's what I think would be a very cost-effective and humane way to stop illegal immigrants from coming across the border and keep legal immigrants from coming into our country and enjoying the freedoms that we have here. Um, one great reason to build a wall is the fact that walls work. Human civilizations have used walls for thousands and thousands of years, like the Great Wall of China. I mean, if walls didn't work, we would have stopped using them a long, long time ago. Um, another great reason to have a wall is the fact that it's dirt cheap, uh, especially compared to how liberals portray the cost. So the former Trump administration explained, explained in a press meeting, the yearly cost incurred by the American people because of illegal immigration is upwards of $250 billion. The president is asking for $5.7 billion to build the wall. Most people sort of exaggerate the price and say it would cost hundreds of billions of dollars, but really it wouldn't. This is a great investment as Americans are already paying billions of dollars annually for welfare, healthcare, and law enforcement at the border already. And if we could just stop all that by paying a small fee, we can save a whole lot of money. It's crazy how Democrats in office can advocate for things like a $1.9 trillion stimulus package, but not a $5.7 billion wall. And, and by the way, our 2021 federal budget estimate was over $4 trillion. So yes, we can easily, easily afford this. Um, Left-wingers are usually opposed to a wall. And a, a, a common way you will see the hard left bully others into submission is by calling them racist. You've probably seen this happen tons of times. And it's, it's gotten to the point where even left-leaning political figures are using this to smear conservatives. Um, the fact is, this, this whole policy, this whole debate is completely outside of race, or at least it should be. Uh, it doesn't matter what color you are. Nobody, nobody cares if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian. Nobody cares if you're a guy or a girl. Nobody cares about your sexuality. If you want to contribute to the American dream and enjoy the freedoms that we have here, engage in political discussions and, and follow the law, most importantly, we would love to have you here. Alrighty, so that's pretty much it for the hat uh, we have for the podcast. We covered why illegal immigration negatively affects the economy by causing taxpayers to pay the ever-increasing budget deficit. Not only that, it, it damages the American society's delicate social fabric by bringing drugs, murderers, rapists, and even terrorists into, uh, into this country, even if they only come by the few and also proposed a simple solution, a wall at the border, to stop the first two things from happening. Consider the leftist claims debunked, and thank you for listening.